0: Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. This is actually part two of a three-part series on how to make a film. Um, Tom Malloy is laying out a path, the filmmaker path, the idea of, you know, we all know that it, it can be complicated to put together a motion picture. And if you haven't done too many films, you probably know that, you know, there's so many different things that have to come together to make it happen. So the philosophy here is, what if there was a linear path that you could take where you put one foot in front of the other to push your projects forward? Now Tom's going to talk a little bit more about what that means, um, but you know for now I would just say that if you haven't listened to the previous episode, you're going to want to go back and listen to that either before or after you listen to this episode, and you're probably going to want to save all three of these episodes and share them with your friends. Uh, so with that in mind, hey Tom, it's it's great to have you back here. I uh, can't wait to hear what you have to say about uh, this step in the path.
1: Thank you, Jason. Okay, so this is the second of three podcasts on paths, and it does tie into a lot of the video products that we have on Filmmaking Stuff HQ, because really they're laid out that way. I mean, for uh, there, there's no other way to describe it, but when I talked, I, I, the, the last podcast I did was on the film funding path. Today's going to be on film production. And the film production path. And this is one that maybe strays a little bit outside because there's other aspects, obviously, to production. Uh, but then we're going to talk about the film sales path, where <laughs> especially on the film funding and the film sales, it's very clear on Filmmaking Stuff HQ, you go to this video and the next video and the next video, and then it's kind of like a progression. But the film production path that we're going to talk about today, the, the reason I'm saying that there's, uh, there's kind of variations from it is because Film production can go in a lot of different directions. Obviously, yes, we have video series and and uh, video modules that cover much of the aspects of uh, film production. But ultimately, uh, film production can be really the wild card. I've always I've always equated film uh, this analogy this analogy to making a movie, which which is imagine this big rock, like going back to Raiders of the Lost Ark with that big circular uh, rock that's chasing Harrison Ford. So imagine you're taking that rock and you're pushing it up a hill, and that's really the development and the funding and the pre-production. That's getting that rock to the top of the hill, okay? Production is you just get to push that last little bit, and this gigantic rock falls down and rolls down that hill. And then, you know, I've always said that post-production is the rock just kind of rolling along, you know, on a flat surface. But if you think about Production being that rock, you realize a couple things. You can't stop it, right? <laughs> and if you try to stop it, there's gonna be destruction and a lot of a lot of trouble. And that kind of goes with the with the whole thing of that, you know, you can't in the middle of shooting be like, you know what, we're gonna pause shooting and raise more money. So that doesn't really work, <laughs> you know, it's cause again, it's trying to stop that rock. But it becomes this kind of just everybody has to just, it's his own monster, I guess, in a way, for lack of a better term. It's this beast that's rolling down the hill and you're just going, we got to just let it, we got to just get to the end. (laughs) He's got to let it roll down at that point. So let's talk a little bit about how you can go down a path to getting your, your film produced, right? And again, we're assuming here that you've raised the money, right? You've followed the film funding path and now you're doing film production. Well, First thing uh, that we got to talk about is your screenplay and getting that in the shape that it needs to be in to shoot the film, right? There's things, there's something called a locked screenplay that even when the, the screenplay is fully locked and you're, and you're ready to shoot, there still may be changes. So what I'm getting at here is that the screenplay is going to change all the way to, to the days of shooting, right? And the reason I say that is because you you never know. You may have to... Uh, deal with weather. You may have to deal with the location. You may have to deal with an actor that can only do a certain amount of time and so you all have to, you have to put them in this one location and, and shoot the person out because they're only on set for two or three days or something like that. So things are going to change just from a logistic standpoint. And when I say a locked screenplay, that's, there's basically something you could do on Final Draft where you lock it and that's for production. Like, meaning... Let's just say you have 100-page screenplay. On page 35 is the church scene, right? When you hit the lock script, it locks all those pages. And so say you add more dialogue in that church scene in the final draft file. Uh, you can't have then that push on to, you know page, or let, let's say the scene before you write more dialogue. You can't have that push the church scene to page 37 because then... You, you, the 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 costume uh, the wardrobe person and the production designer and all that stuff they they think that this is gonna happen on this date and, you know and on the day that they're shooting this page and it could a whole variety of problems so what it does is when you lock a script when it, say you hit the lock script on final draft if you add more dialogue to let's just say page thirty five instead of pushing everything a page forward it then immediately goes to 35A and 35B and if you just kept typing dialogue you know it would just go down the alphabet and keep the pages where they are so 36 would always be 36 if that makes sense to you. Uh then that's what a lock screenplay is. So there's so many aspects to getting the screenplay right and you may have to change character descriptions based on the people that you cast, right? You know, and there might be some cast Requirements that you have to do based on financing and that all happens you know and that's kind of going back into the financing thing and and uh, vested interest for raising money and all that stuff but the key is you have to get that screenplay to the, the perfect shape that it's in um, there's a, a module that we have called the filmmaker action pack which kind of gives you a zoom out of everything that you need to do as far as, as film production goes as far as you know the pre-production production post-production and then moving on after that point and uh, the key that i would say there is that once you have that the, the financing in place things become almost like a process at that point you know it's it's like you, at that point you, the, the financing is the thing that so many people don't understand and and don't know how to do Um, there's a lot of people that do understand the nuts and bolts film production process and the good news is if you raise the money correctly you can hire those people so this might be the time if you're going i really have no idea how to actually get this you know from the starting line to the finish line this might be when you want to hire the right people a good line producer a good assistant director a good production manager uh, that you can bring on that has done this before and knows how to get it from point A to point B, B being the finish line. Um, but something I really want to talk about here, especially as you're keeping in mind that you want to sell the film ultimately, is there's a, a, a module that we have called attract and cast name actors. And, and again, I'm I'm always tying this to the modules that we have because there is a path that that you follow when you're when you're in uh, filmmaking stuff HQ, but The key here is that name actors and and, uh, sellable names are really what's essential. If you look at a movie from a directorial standpoint and you say, well, I just want the best people for it, right? And I've heard that. I've heard that where directors will say that, especially if I'm producing, (laughs) you know, they'll say, well, you know, I just want to have the best people. And... My response to that always is, well, yeah, why can't they also be names? Like, to be the best people in names, usually the fact that they are names or sellable or they've been on TV or they've been in other movies is because they're really great, right? It's not just luck that they've got it. We're not casting, you know, Paris Hilton and uh, Kim Kardashian. You know, we're casting people that are legitimate actors or legitimate talent that have been in movies and TV. So this is a point where you really have to be smart and... Discerning and shoot for the stars, you know, in literally <laughs> get the, get those stars in your movie because that's a couple things that's gonna sell your film ultimately because people go okay, uh, you know this this so and so is in it, I want to see it, and buyers know this. And the second aspect is for you as a filmmaker or director or whatever, producer, uh, it, it and even you as an actor if you're one of the actors in the movie and and you have names around you, it gives you legitimacy. People think, okay, now they're oh, they're making real movies. Oh, so and so is in this movie. Okay, so this is a real movie. Versus, you know, that movie that you think that you want to make with the drama with you know all your friends. Something that I want really want to put out there that you, you need to understand is that if you're going into this business and you just want to hang with your friends, there I I can't shoot that down and say that's crazy, but it may not be the best path <laughs> let's put it this way if we're talking about paths and what i want to what i want to tell you here is that if there's there, here's a rule that i live by and and it took me a long time to get this because i get it I, i'm nice i want to be with my friends you know that that are passionate about making movies but the key is you should never cast or hire any of your friends and here's the important point unless the talent exceeds the friendship okay or at least is equal to the friendship. But if you're trying to be the nice guy and you're just like dude, it's so fun I love drinking with this person understand that that production window let's just say it's a month or so where you're getting angry and you're drinking you're having a good time and you know they're, they're also acting and all that stuff that's that's it there's that it's over at that point point. and when you're you're in post production, it's just you and a couple different editors and and the VFX people, and it's such a small crew. So that that whole thing where oh the production it's it's not lasting forever, folks. That's the key. It's almost like you're just putting this band together, you're playing a gig for a month, and then it's over, right? So uh, then you know that good time that you have with your friends. Where, like, you know, the, the person was really funny, but, you know, not great on camera. Well, they're not great on camera forever. <laughs> that lasts forever. Do you understand that? So, I've always said that the number one person you want to work with is the friend or the cool person that is great at their job. The number two person is the person you're not friends with. Or there may be a jerk, but they're great at their job, right? That's the number two. You The number, you and that's it, really. That's all you want to work with. The number three and this is going on the people you don't want to work with at this point is the really great person that's bad at their job, you know. And then obviously the last one would be the uh, jerk that's also bad at their job, right? So it's really only, you only want to work with one and two. And and that's cuz ultimately you're you're building something that you want to sell. Um, we have a, a huge video series called bankroll bankroll your film which is talks about the start from the idea to the concept to pre to development to pre-production to production to post and then to sales and that's kind of the big overall i think there's 83 videos in it and i bring this up because it, there needs to be some logical path in your mind and that's that's really what these podcasts are about and paths it that bankroll kind of lays it out in this whole order and the the, the whole uh, kind of uh, direction that you want to go in when it's, as far as putting a film together. And it, you need to understand that there is a direction you're going in, which is the direction of finalizing that movie and eventually selling it. How you get there <laughs> could be a maze of, of things, you know, but the path that you have to, the overall path, the zoom out path that you have to kind of have in your mind is you have to finance the movie first, right? All of these things with the production, look, you could pull up a backyard indie and just, you know, use your own credit cards or something like that and just focus on production, but it's probably not the best thing as far as you're making a professional movie with real cast. And so you focus on that funding first. And now when we're talking about the production, that's when, again, it, it affords you the opportunity to, hired the best people and cast name actors and get to the point where you've now made a professional film and a professional film then can move on to the next path, which will be the next podcast I talk about, which is film sales.
0: Hey Tom. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming in and talking about film production. Um, You know, you just got done, I guess, producing yet another feature film. Um, I saw recently, you also have a studio credit in that movie called Lansky. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen Lansky, you're going to want to check that out and look for Tom Malloy in the credits. Um, but with that said, you know, I, I love working with Tom because he's teaching the stuff that he's actually doing, and and I'm sure that translates to you. Uh, he mentioned a few different things that we do behind the scenes. Um, if you want, check out some of our offerings over at Film Making Stuff HQ. Um, and then also, like I said at the beginning, if you haven't listened to the previous episode on film funding, you're going to want to go back and do that. So again, this is part two of a three-part series that we are loosely calling The Filmmaker Path, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Don't forget to share this podcast with every filmmaker you know. Uh, They'll thank you for it, and I will too. Thanks so much.